Hi, this is John Easdale from Dramarama, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with your host, Andras Jones. Radio 8-Ball, give us a shake. We're here in the studio, tempting fate. Wherever you are, putting questions to the songs that we have randomly selected. With the help of our friends, synchronicity is. Radio Wave Ball, give us a shake, 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 shake. Radio Wave Ball, give us a shake, 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 shake. Is the Radio Back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today, we have Bart Davenport. Yay! And the best. He is. And we are joined now to ask his question to the pop oracle by someone you, who those of you who follow Feral Audio, may know from the flagship <laughs> podcast beyond yacht rock david lyons you flatter me well <laughs> if if we're the flagship man <laughs> i'm just in, I'm trying to invite you on the boat man i appreciate it <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be aboard thanks for having me now uh for those of you who have not like you if you haven't checked out yacht rock first of all check out the web series it's my favorite web series of all time oh thank you it is uh it's fantastic it's hilarious i can't even describe it you just must see it and out of that, they have also they've created now a uh, the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast, where they create imaginary genres and then decide and then argue about what fits and doesn't fit. <laughs> it's, uh, and it's an infuriate. It, it's until you really grasp the show, it's incredibly infuriating. And then once you <laughs> totally surrender to it, it's it's transcendent. I love it. I love your show. Well, thank you. My very dear friend describes it as. It's like being in the car with the four of you guys, but I'm not allowed to talk. So, four music nerds talking about music ad nauseum. Not the way I listen. I'm <laughs> constantly talking. <laughs> uh, anyway, not all of them. There are a few episodes that are particularly contentious. The, uh, the Van Hagar, Van Halen episode leave, has left scars. Yeah. Not that it has anything to do with Yacht Rock, but it was, it was an, a genre argument. Yeah, punches were thrown. Difficult. The fact that you could find two people to mm. argue for the Hagar. Yeah, it, unbelievable. And yeah. I actually know a few more. They, yeah. They're out there. I hate them. Just for those out, just for that hour, I hated them. Yeah. Yeah, the things they said about David Lee Roth were really unkind and unfair. Yeah, and unnecessary. Very. Uh, but let's not go into all of that. Uh, we do. You are going to have a question, but mm -hmm. I, I, I wanted to bring up one thing because uh, this may go to your question a little bit. Uh, now, Bart, I remember years ago you talking to me about using the phrase yacht rock and the way you described it to me was it's the kind of music you would hear on a yacht and i believe you said it was like sade yeah i yeah. mean that was probably about 1996 when i told you that and at the time there were all these yacht parties in the san francisco bay and the music of choice was kind of like the acid jazz era stuff and, and a bit of that sort of British soul sound, maybe like Sade. 
Um, but so, they were like actual parties on yeah, yachts with rich so, people on yachts yeah. having parties. Yeah. So my band at the time, the Kinetics, was pretty influenced by that kind of sound. And uh, but we sort of felt like these yacht parties were a bit sort of bourgeois and not cool. So we sort of used it in a derogatory sense. And I think I, we would started calling stuff yacht rock. But we were really talking about like the stuff that would get played at those parties. And, and it was often stuff that we liked being played maybe for a bougie crowd that we didn't like. So it was like a weird thing. But then not long after that, we began to actually more associate the sort of yacht rock thing with the kind of, you know, uh, uh, steely Mac Doobie yeah. thing. Which is that, really... Which is really what the Yacht Rock guys are all about. Right. You know, so... Uh, that's that. But, you know... Love it I, or not, that's our brand. Yeah, steely yeah. Mac Doobie. I want that. That's the best name ever. Yeah, so, I mean, it, I think not long after that, it just kind of... Because, you know, you just start thinking about Captain's Hats and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and it's been that kind of era of soft rock music really as uh you know big influence on my music so i've always really appreciated their uh both reverence and simultaneous irreverence mm-hmm. for for the genre so it's uh it's been a lot of fun to watch them do that so now i mean i i, I think that these things when we talk about garage rock yacht rock uh any kind of rock um or northern soul or you know so-called sort of East Side lowrider oldies, like whatever you want to call it, you put a, a thing in front of it before the other word, and it's sort of like, I think that they, you have artists who aren't specifically yacht rock who've got a couple yacht rock songs. Yeah, they dip a know. toe. Yeah, or you have artists who kind of everything they ever touched is kind of yacht rock, like like maybe Ned Doheny. Oh, absolutely, you know? so, Ned Doheny. Yeah, but so but then you have these people like you know um, I you know I certainly don't think um, uh, you know I, I think there's artists like that. I, I think the Grateful Dead probably have one yacht rock song somewhere in there. You just need to find it. And we've you know? been looking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you know what I mean because it's also just a vibe. It's sort of like Northern Soul. Like the artists that made that music weren't setting out to be their goal was not necessarily to be played by northern english dj's four or five years after their record came out but if it suits the taste it's it's a genre defined by its audience more than it is by the artist you see so i i mean you know i i hope that some of my songs have been called yacht rock i truly hope that well, we, you know, they have, if, I don't know if you've listened to Beyond Yacht Rock, but they have a whole series called Yacht or Nyacht. A little subgenre, mini-sodes, where <laughs> nice. our fans will write in and say, what about this song by Ray Parker Jr.? And we listen to it, and like, wow, there's a bunch of Picaros on that album. <laughs> That's probably Yacht. <laughs> right, right. And yeah. then everyone, every once in a while, will bring up the Eagles and no... But no, they, they've probably got a couple. Well, Timothy B. Schmidt's got a little, <laughs> yeah. kind of dips a toe. We call it a little toe dip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But their whole vibe is not, not take it easy is not yacht rock. That's dad rock. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. You know, this guy gets it. This is why I'm one of the reasons. This is why I wanted you to be on the show, David. Because I, I this is a meeting of mine, so ah. needed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I can't tell you why. Yeah, could be maybe a little bit yacht. Yeah, or one of these nights. 
we've we've delved pretty into it. The closest we've gotten, I don't remember the specific Timothy B. Schmidt song, but I think it got in the high 40s, and you need to be 50 or higher uh-huh. to get on the boat. Right, right. Um, but, you know, there's there's always more to listen to, and people are always challenging us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, the show demands it. I mean, yeah. it really is. It's, it's and brilliant. it is demanding. So, uh, so now, with all that yes. as, uh, as a preamble... <laughs> What is your question for the so, Pop Oracle? Well, we coined this term, as far as we know, um, based on uh, Loggins and Messina album cover. Uh, Full Sail, I think it was. And we made these web series about it, but the, the name got bigger than us. And it's like you send something out in the world that doesn't belong to you anymore. Yacht Rock is now a term that is a serious XM radio channel. It is a kind of DJ night that people like Brody Jenner will spin at a pool party in Palm Springs. And while it's nice that we have the street cred and the, uh, the uh, uh, I guess, the origin of it, what I want to know is, will Yacht Rock ever amount to anything significant for the four of us that came up with it, as opposed to everybody else that uh, is making money off of it, or has become popular or in the zeitgeist that is totally bastardizing our original intent. Well, to engage the Pop Oracle, you now get to spin the Wheel of Eight. (gasps) Na, 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 Wheel of Eight. This is a good-looking wheel, too. Song number two, The House That Built Itself. Ah. (laughs) All right, great. My life was already unstable enough for me Living from day to day with no security And now my abode isn't up to code, apparently. I want to spend the night with you, think it's right. I don't feel safe at home. The place is crawling with blues. I like to sleep all day I like to sleep the day Get up at 6 a.m. What a prolific crew I want to tell the world where I intend to go I want to tell the world if only I did know Brick by brick the house that built itself is falling down Shelf by shelf The house that built itself Is on the ground It was a real life dream 
I found a recipe to make a homemade home without a single tool. And as I watched it grow, this building of my own, I saw the doors and walls put on a coat of paint. I like to sleep all day. I like to sleep with day. Get up at 6 a.m. The demolition crew. I know a lifestyle change is longing overdue. You better burn that sage when I come through. Brick by brick, the house that built itself is falling down. was The House That Built Itself from Bart Davenport. The answer to David Lyon's question is, uh, are the guys who created Yacht Rock going to be able to benefit from it, or is it always going to be something that other people are making their careers off of, basically? Are, are we living in the shadow of yeah. a, a bigger thing right. that we inadvertently created? Yeah. Uh so seems like you had a direct hit off of that. Was there anything like yeah. you, what, what did um, you get? Well, first of all, that song's a goddamn jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. I started scribbling notes down, but I found myself stopping and getting involved in like what was going on. Uh well, first off, the house that built itself is falling down. I I think my overall reaching point and then I'll work backwards is it's up to us if we want to make anything out of it. That was the big takeaway mm-hmm. for me. But with uh, the idea the house is falling down, is that mainstream yacht or is it our underground brand, which is the original? Are we going to live as punk rock guys with street cred? Like, yeah, that's we, we did that. It's cool. Whatever. Go do what you want with it. Or can we make something of it and finally eclipse the uh, Brody Jenners of the world? <laughs> But at the same time, I don't, I don't want to be Brody Jenner. Right. Be awful, right? Um, well, uh, mm-hmm. Bart, tell us a little bit about the background of that song. Well, well, uh, I thought immediately um, that it was interesting that uh, there is a Michael McDonald influenced line because the brick by brick yeah it's very minute by, by minute, minute by you know yeah so and i know i i know after i wrote the song i was like where what is that and yeah. i was like oh it's michael mcdonald so right there there's a yacht rock reference in mm-hmm. the in the song which right. was cool that that kind of serendipity took place yeah and then also just that uh the song is obviously kind of metaphoric it's also sort of surrealist um, because houses don't literally build themselves, of course, uh, but maybe this one does. You know, just add water, and it kind of 
has a big, it's, but it's very much like, you know, you guys did a thing and then it went off and had a life of its own. And that's very much like a house that builds itself. Right. And, and so I think that ties in very much. And if now it's falling down, um, I think, I guess the interpretation would be, is it literally that you guys are going to fall down and then from the ashes of that have to just go on and do something else? Or is it that um, this thing that got away from you that's bigger than, that's grown into something out of your control is actually just going to fall down anyway? So I'm, you know, it's like I yeah. will, either you can interpret it either way. But That's, the thing is that know, the duality of the, that yeah. all houses fall down eventually. All houses. So it's this is you know the uh, the the idea is like for me, it's kind of uh, the song was written in the spirit of Philip K. Dick, where um, we're now in this strange place that's maybe some future or maybe some past or some surreal time that we're in currently where, you know, um, the characters aren't really able to, you know, keep everything under control, that things are, <laughs> you know, that, that you're, you're literally sitting in your home as it falls down around you. And that, that could be a metaphor for urban decay or for our society or for a lot of things, but it could also be about your own personal creations or your work that you do too. So it's, it's, it can be used so many different ways, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. It's. Uh, I, I hope that it's a funny song and like a kind of a, a, a you know, like I think in that surrealist uh, um, and kind of speculative fiction kind of uh, genre. I hope that it's just like we're able to laugh at ourselves while. Everything's going to shit. Oh, I can certainly relate to that. Well, you know, it's funny. And I, if I just totally outside of the question, if I had just been listening to a song on its own, the first thing that I would have thought, the title seems, strikes me as a very Hal David, Burt Bacharach kind of title. Mm -hmm. like a it's heart, a house is not a home, right? House is not a home, right. a house that built itself. Mm -hmm. And then when I was thinking about that and thinking about the, the session guys, when you're talking about the demolition crew, I started thinking about the wrecking crew. Yeah. 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 And that's like this, like the pro, like the pre- Pre-yacht, the pre-Picaro Oh, guys. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, but the, like, I was thinking that, like, the demolition crew are almost kind of like all these phonies who are, like, jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. I, I kind of got that, too. And there was one specific line in there, and I didn't write it down as fast as you sang it, a recipe to make it without a single tune. Oh, it was Tool. Tool. Oh. <laughs> I guess I was hearing what I wanted to hear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, but it made me think that well, we didn't write any of these songs, and I mean, we we're essentially, you know, we're we're not the musicians, we're the we're the rock critics, we're the fans, we're the people inserting ourselves into it. You're the fifth yacht. You're the Murray yeah. the K. Yeah, because of yacht yeah, rock. it means something to us, but we feel like we own it, but it's not ours. Uh huh. Um, well, think of all those Northern Soul DJs that no one in the world. No. outside of that small microcosm has ever heard of. Mm -hmm. But they really helped to make all this obscure music super popular. Yeah. So, yeah, this is unsung heroes everywhere in music. Mm -hmm. Right, know? yeah. And, it, and I never get tired of looking for them. And isn't yeah. there a line... There is a, there is a line that speaks to just sort of like, uh, I like to sleep all day. Uh, like, there's a certain thing of like, if you guys were... The kind of people that got up at 6 a.m. You know, like who? Yeah. Well, we got up at 6 a.m. and we're like work, you know, just like if when you did this, you're like, mm -hmm. oh, well, we got to like 
put out a comp. We got to work out publishing deal. We got to work out deals for the licensing on these songs. We got to finally we gotta trademark the name Yacht Rock. Tra- trademark <laughs> the name. We got to get legal with this. We got mm-hmm. you know we have ambitions of riding on the coattails of Michael McDonald and Kenny Loggins <laughs> and all these guys. And you didn't. You know it yeah. was more like then I we think, we had careers. Well, and it I mean and the 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 show Yacht Rock, you know reeks of this is like the. I think that's exactly what sort of this dichotomy that Bart is talking about. There's this reverence for it. And then there's this utter laziness in like trying like the the, the, the Hall and Oates guys, like they're wearing awful wigs and mustaches. Yeah, because that's what they're that's what they think is cool. <laughs> but it's yeah. right. Disco song. But like you're not trying to find the person who really looks like this and do, you know, do, you know, like this big budget and maybe you didn't have a big budget but uh, it all went to craft service right well that's again that's the ad- that's see in that which attitude was, which was a bottle of cutty sark <laughs> and a carton of uh, parliaments wonderful what well, i can see that oh. who was who was who was smoking the parliaments um pretty much everybody even christopher cross with that sweet voice of his oh no i meant us backstage while we were grilling hot dogs oh and- <laughs> okay um <laughs> Well, I, I, I certainly I don't know about I don't know about anyone else, but anyone I think it's the kind of things like it's one of those if you know and then you know, like the people who know where Yacht Rock came from are the ones that you care about. The people who are going to, who are paying 150 bucks to go and dance right. in Palm Springs to a Yacht Rock night in a way they're tributing like you they don't know it, but they're tributing oh. you and anyone who's hip in the audience is like. I know what this really is. No, I mean, like you guys get mad respect from anyone who's into that that stuff, and like, and and you get you guys get it. You know how to lampoon a thing that we actually all love. So yeah, that, that's it. But you know, and from us, we, it is a love letter. Yeah, and as I said, we were saying yacht rock way before you guys were around. People were already saying that. Really? Was there? I did. Yeah. I had never heard that term. Well, because I know, actually you, wanted to call it marina rock see, because you, it sounded you, like arena. You just, you just caught the zeitgeist. Yeah. It's all. The people were, it's like great ideas don't usually happen just like in one place. Oh, no. Like oftentimes someone will invent a thing and then across the world in another country, someone else invented the same thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, people were saying Yacht Rock years before y'all came around, but it was mostly with crate digging record collector types and they were often talking about the same stuff that you guys are you know celebrating yeah. but at the same time you should get tons of recognition for nailing it in a way that pleased all those people you well, know there's something very special like you were talking about northern soul dj's when when you meet somebody else that knows about that that's your secret handshake you know, when I was a yeah. kid and I was wearing a Bad Religion T-shirt and I saw somebody in a Bad Brains T-shirt, we weren't excited to talk to each other because we both had the word bad on our shirt. Because <laughs> yeah, right, otherwise right. the Michael Jackson fan would have been in, in the conversation. <laughs> right, right, right. It was, our, it was our, hey, how are you? We have something in common. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where I've always been comfortable. And that's what I like about what we've done with Yacht Rock. We meet people that are fans of ours that that's what they want to talk about. You know, they can mm-hmm. name more session musicians, uh, more more members of Toto than I can. <laughs> and I can name like 12. Right. But but then, you know, a bunch of people dancing at Brody Jenner's pool party. I don't want to hang out with them. I don't want to talk no. to them. And well, it's kind of nice to it, step back and be like, we have our thing. It's like what Yacht, what, uh, what, Bart, Yacht, what Bart was talking about 
about the when he was original when he was using the word the term yacht rock with me it was a derogatory term for people it, co-opting a music that they really liked to create their privileged vibe and mm-hmm. it's almost exactly what you're talking about yeah and is it, that it, we very a year after that we were we'd switched to using that word to talk about you know steely dan but at that in that moment that i said that to you we were using it for that wow. and it was sort of like we were really using it to describe a thing that we were not into and then later it turned into describe a thing we just were totally into so that that, that did completely flip but that you know? and but the di- and I think and I think what we're talking about is the difference between having an idea floating out in the ether and actually making a piece of art that everyone can relate to is almost the same difference to what's going on to like then someone taking that idea mm-hmm. and turning it into something that has nothing that has none of the charm the brilliance the insight the humor that is in yacht rock the series and just like it's gone again it's gone full circle it's back to just being like this nebulous idea that anyone can like pick from but that doesn't mean that like that doesn't mean that it's that the people who really get it can can't tell the difference between the genuine and the fake right yeah but you know you do have like this this phenomenon where the mainstream always uh, will always you know borrow from some cool underground thing and then manufacture a sort of more like easy to digest version of that and put that out there and that's the thing that makes tons of money yeah the palatable you know milk toast yeah because item like, that appeals to the lowest common that. denominator yeah exactly because like you know you had like you know you had like the you know something that was like uh really great for the heads like you know like Devendra Banhart could like st- sell out the Albert Hall, so he's definitely like a big audience for that out there in the world. But he's he was never going to be main. He was always going to be too weird to be full on mainstream, right? So then you know you get this kind of interval, like middle ground type band that's kind of touching on that sort of folk rock trope with like the Fleet Foxes, right? And then they're getting played in a Starbucks, right? So then that's like a tiny bit more commercial, but you know really those guys. They're not going to go all the way and just totally sell out. You know, they're going to, like, do their thing with the reverb and all that. So, like, that was kind of a step towards more commercial. But finally, you have Mumford and Sons (laughs) who do that, that... that exploiting the sort of beardy folk thing. Banjos and beards. (laughs) Yeah, and they they take it to the furthest point of utter, you know, awful commerciality. So it's like, and like, so in a way that that's always going to happen, you know, people are going to exploit something cool and use elements of it in a mainstream project or band or just in a mainstream sort of movement. And hopefully... The people who may be connected with somehow something that might have they might be exploiting or or deriving their thing from, hopefully those people can actually steer way clear of that. Mm-hmm. But you know, but it's an interesting thing when you have something as uh, kind of multifaceted and multi-layered as yacht rock, because actually then you're dealing with the sort of the re. You know, like like going back and and looking again at something that was incredibly mainstream, and seeing it in a new light or new context with in hindsight, and and so it, it you know that's like a a strange thing to like exploit all over again, 
you know, because it's like you're basically you go to the junk shop and you you pick up, you know, things that other people used to love, but they've all thrown it all out, dollar records. And then you put them on and realize that they are so evocative and funny and interesting and well-made and, and you just marvel at this garbage and see how beautiful it is. And, and then you start connecting the dots. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like now the thing that you helped to nurse back to life is like now it's like, oh, yeah, it's like pool party. Yes, do it all over again. And you're like, no. Sometimes you got to send your thing. baby out into the world and watch it grow up. Yeah. And, you know, do ecstasy with the Jenners and yeah. the party. And <laughs> um, well, that that's a... That's a deep dive. Yeah, I really enjoyed That's that. A deep dive, my friend. Yeah. Uh, we got we got two yacht rockers down. We got two to go. Oh, yep. We, oh, you we've had, had you, you in Hollywood, Steve. Steve. Yeah. So now, it's just uh, you know I I can't I I know they have real names and I actually now know their real mm -hmm. names because I've listened to the show enough. But they'll always be Michael McDonald and Kenny <laughs> and Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Yeah. Uh, that's the other two co guys who played McDonald Michael McDonald right. and right. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins the other yeah. Tricking it host. to the treat. <laughs> it's one of my faves. Uh, so, uh, well, uh, people who want to find out more about Yacht Rock, you should just go to Feral, Aud Feral Audio. Yeah, and look Beyond up Yacht Rock Beyond is Yacht the Rock. name of the podcast. And the if you want to be a DJ, this is you know now you know how you can you know stand on the shoulders of Yacht Rock. Just... Yeah, and it isn't by playing wings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Before we let you go, one last thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me, I and we won't we won't interrupt you. Three. Three things, three bands that are called Yacht Rock that should not be included, that you think should not be included in an, any Yacht Rock set. If you hear them, if you see them in a Yacht Rock set, you're like, this is not. Yeah. This is Yacht. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett, one. Because fuck that guy. Um, because he plays Parrot Rock. Parrot. <laughs> yeah. He's, parrot. Which is country with a Caribbean flavor. Yeah. His fans are juggalos with desk jobs. I'm parrot. not a fan. Um well, Wings. I always hear Wings. Makes no sense. And Billy Joel. No. Yeah, he's not yacht. No. Yeah. He's not lounge. Yacht. He's he's like he's at a piece of piano. There's no there's no pianos on the yacht. Yeah. And or maybe they're and there's piano. there's others like George Rafferty. People <laughs> think they hear a saxophone and it's yacht. That's not it. Yeah. Maybe if David Sanborn's in there, we'll give it a, a, a an extra listen. But well, this is what you can find. This kind of conversation is the kind of fun, <laughs> kind of conversation you can find on Beyond Yacht Rock, except. When it's on Beyond Yacht Rock, it's hilarious. Whereas <laughs> I don't know if we were that funny, but we just care too much about the music. We're not here. We're not here to be funny. Oh, we care as well. Synchronicity and is we're, funny we're, enough. We're just funny because we're idiots. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> I love your show so much, and I encourage everyone to check it out. And again, if you haven't checked out Beyond Yacht Rock, uh, Beyond I mean just Yacht Rock the series, we've been talking about it. In fact, I'm going to put some links to it in the blog post about this, so you can just click on those, and you'll have. 28 minutes of joy. <laughs> How long does it actually last? The whole series is like a half an hour. Uh, each each episode is five minutes, and there's 12 episodes. Okay. So about an hour. Okay, great. I love it. I love it so much. Thanks a lot, David. Thank you for having me. This has, without a doubt, been the highlight of my day. Thank awesome. you, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball on Feral Audio. If you'd like more information about the Pop Oracle, please check out our website at Radio8Ball.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, about asking your own question on the podcast, and about our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed on Radio 8 Ball. 
I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.